Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Charmaine Boak, Executive Director of the Veterans Benefit Administration Education Service in Washington, D.C. Director Bogue administers the VA's education programs that provide education and training benefits to eligible active duty, National Guard, and Reserve Service members, veterans, and their dependents. They discuss how the GI Bill has changed and improved. Under this program, one can be trained for almost any occupation and be assured that the school you are attending has been examined carefully and has met state and VBA standards. From MBAs to skilled trades, there is a program for you or possibly a qualifying family member. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner. Today, I have a great guest. It's Ms. Charmaine Bogue. She's the Executive Director of the Veterans Benefit Administration Education Services. That's a long title, but it's an important title because (laughs) so many of us, you've served in the past and you actually serve active duty and all kinds of different people rather than just veterans. So would you give us an overview of what education services really entails? Absolutely. Thank you for having me here today. You know, um, in the space of education service, we actually have five education programs in our space. Post 9-11 GI Bill being actually the largest program represents about 80% of the student uh, population that we serve. And we pay out about $12 billion just in post 9-11 GI Bill program alone. And we don't just serve veterans. We also service the service member as well as family members. Family members make up about 30% of our population in terms of those that utilize the GI Bill benefit program. And we have continued to see that number on the rise. So when we think about GI Bill, we think about that we're supporting the entire family, not just the veteran or the service member. It really is a family affair. And the National Guard also, correct? Correct. The National Guard as well. Correct. That is absolutely correct. Tell us how many people you're serving right now. I know that's a, a just a ballpark number. Uh, right now, it's a little bit under 1 million individuals that we serve per year. Wow, that's a lot of checks to cut. <laughs> that is a lot of checks to cut. You are right. <laughs> Let's talk about the GI Bill. So many of us, uh, I got out of the service. Well, I don't even know whether I should say it. I got out in 1960. It's a long time ago. (laughs) And a lot of the people that I got out with were World War II and Korean War people. And the GI Bill was very, very important to them. And actually, I used part of my GI Bill to get my pilot's license, which was really a benefit to me on sales because I could cover more area. So there's a lot of different things that we know about as the GI Bill. But what is it today? 
That is a great question. You know, the GI Bill program has been around for over 75 years at this point, and it has been a tremendous asset to our nation. I mean, it started out really with an idea of we just want to pay a monthly stipend to individuals when they come out and help them to supplement their education cost. And today it has evolved tenfolds over. Today we actually pay monthly housing allowance to individuals. We pay the tuition fees to individuals. We pay a book stipend. You can go to just about any program in our nation. We have over 400,000 VA approved programs across nearly 20,000 VA approved educational institutions. And that's not just the United States. We also have several locations overseas as well that individuals are attending from year to year in foreign countries. You know, that's really good to hear because this broadcast last month went to 28 countries. Oh, wow. All 50 states and 28 countries. There are so many expats living all over the world and business people and others who have jobs somewhere else that want to keep up on their benefits. So they listen in to hear what you have to offer. That's great. And I will just say the opportunities are endless in our space. I mean, it's not just two-year and four-year universities. We have on-the-job training programs. We have apprenticeship programs, non-college degree programs. Not everybody wants to spend two or four years or six years in school. Some some folks just want to, you know, get in and get out when it comes to their training. And we really run the full gamut of the type of programs that are available across the world. I'm assuming from what you just said that you certify institutions as being ones that people could go to and get something from. I remember not too many years ago, there was a big scandal on some of the trade type programs that when the people got out, they might as well have not bothered going. So you folks kind of are the watchdogs of that? That's correct. So in order for a school to be in receipt of GI Bill benefits, they have to be VA approved. There's a whole approval process for a school to go through in order to certify them as eligible for GI Bill benefits. They usually have to work with what we call a state approving agency at the local state level, but we contract with them to make sure that they're following all our guidelines and rules as it relates to GI Bill. And in addition to that, even when they come in the door and although they're VA approved, we actually do what we call compliance surveys, oversight, watchdogs, as you say, to make sure that schools are following those guidelines from year to year and that there's no issues happening at a respective school. That's so important. We see so many people going deep in debt and when they get out, they've got nothing. It's not a usable trade or the degree doesn't count because people say, well, that's not a good school. So they can feel pretty good about going to a school in which you and the state authority have approved, correct? Correct. They should feel good about that. And if they see anything, that's another key piece. If students see anything, they should tell us. We actually have what we call the GI Bill feedback system. Oh, really? Yeah. Students can come in and tell us if there is an issue, if they have a complaint that they want to file with a respective school, and we will investigate that matter. So it is important for our student veterans and their family members to speak up if they see something or they think something's not going right at their school, because that's a good indicator for us to go in and say, let's look a little further to make sure everything's in order. If I, and I'm long past going back to school, I already know how to do better than I'm willing to do. So going back to school is not a good thing. But the fact is, if I were looking at a young person 
And I were thinking, I just got out of the military. Now I want to get some more education. How does one go about doing that? Great question. Go to the GI Bill website. <laughs> That's the best place to go. We have revamped our website to be user-friendly. Um, we actually receive feedback from our students, from stakeholders, how to make sure that that website is accessible. On our GI Bill website, there's an application. I always tell our veterans and their family members, guess what? You may not know what you're eligible for, and you won't until you apply, right? You can ask your buddy what he was eligible for, but for yourself, you won't know until you apply. So please go to our GI Bill website and apply and let us tell you what you're eligible for. We will work with DOD, Department of Defense, to get your service information. We will make the determination and we will help you through that process. Also, there's a lot of great tools available on our GI Bill website beyond just applying for the benefit, but we have something called a GI Bill comparison tool, which lets you research. Yep. It lets you research all our VA approved educational institutions to see how far your benefits will go, what type of programs are available, accreditation information. There's a lot of great resources on our GI Bill website. Gee, that's great. And you also have a phone number, I believe, that people can call at any time between 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, correct? Correct. We do. We actually have a phone number and they can dial 188-GI-BILL-1 uh, And when it comes to that. And they can also email us on our website as well. We have what we call Right Now Web and they can submit an inquiry. And that's another way for them to be able to reach us. But They can go to the benefits.va.gov website to find more information about how to email us in addition to just calling. Well, you know, I think it's great that you have two different ways and probably even more than that as we peel the onion back and look at what you have, because a lot of the older vets and probably they're not the ones that are going to be using your services as much, but they may have children who might qualify and they want to ask about it. They may have other people. And, you know, you were talking about getting information and getting it from you rather than other sources. As I said to you earlier when we were talking before we came on the air, I'm always telling people, this is information from the horse's mouth. If you get it from the Internet, so many times you've got people who really care. I mean, they're trying, but it's the other end of the horse you're getting the information from. And you're doing things that are giving people accurate information and your comment on don't listen to uncle Joe (laughs) get it from us is very, very important. It is. It is very important. I hear so many stories sometimes of, you know, my friend told me this was his journey and this is what he went through and he talked to, you know, someone at the VA and this is what they told him. And that's a great experience to share But I think it also sometimes puts individuals off from actually applying. So I say, even though your buddy shared that information, you should still put in to see what is your particular situation and what what is your eligibility around your benefits. I think that's just important to understand that. And don't let someone else's story or journey shy you off or scare you away. Yeah, I have so many people tell me, well, I I talked to my buddy and they told him he couldn't come in. Mm -hmm. Well, wait a minute. (laughs) You and he are two separate people. Your incomes are separate. Your household is separate. Your service is separate. Whether you have a disability related to your combat service or to your service, there's all kinds of different things that play upon what benefits are available to them, right? 
Absolutely. There are a host of criteria that's in play that determines your eligibility. And you mentioned the key piece, your service information, right, is a critical piece. And you didn't serve necessarily the same time as your buddy did. Maybe you you did some special tour somewhere that may make you more eligible than your buddy. So yes, everyone's circumstance is unique. Right. It's just like the brand new bill that went through the Blue Water Navy bill. Two years ago, the same people on the same ships would not have been eligible for anything as far as healthcare goes, but that bill changed things. And bills are going through Congress on a regular basis. I'm sure you have to stay up with everything that's being proposed even. <laughs> that is that is an accurate statement. And especially in the GI Bill space, I mean, we see new legislation passed all the time. And that's another critical reason I tell, you know, our tell veterans and their family members to reach out to us because there's always changes to the program. Just recently, the American Rescue Plan that was signed into law by the president. That actually includes a new program for unemployed veterans from the ages 22 to 66 in which we can provide training benefits and employment services to individuals. Yes. And you know what? That's an investment in America. Absolutely. The GI Bill was probably, when it was in inception, it was an investment in America. I remember as a very young person, almost all of my senior managers had came up through the GI Bill. They all got their education as a result of it. They all were ex-service guys. (laughs) We're going way back. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, <laughs> but, but that's the truth. And, and that investment in America that we've made through the GI Bill has been something that has paid dividends way more than the money that was spent on it. And I would agree with you. You know, I doubt um, I always tell the story about Harry W. Comary, who had this idea and wrote it on a paper napkin at the Mayflower Hotel that when service members return from war that they basically need to be taken care of and that they should be able to be able to afford education. They should be able to afford medical benefits and they should be able to afford a home when they come back to help them back into society. And that's exactly what the GI Bill has done. When I look at the history of the GI Bill, we have doctors, lawyers, actors, former presidents who have all utilized the GI Bill. So imagine the impact across the nation when it comes to the investment in the GI Bill program and how those people have in turn invested back into our country. Well, my first home was a GI loan. I couldn't have afforded it at the time, the interest rates and everything, but it helped me. I got, as I told you, I got my pilot's license under the GI Bill, under the education. And as a result, I was able to cover larger territory, make more money, be more successful as a salesperson. So there's so many different little things that have paid back the nation for every dollar comes out of your office and still does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Think about this young man I met last year who was at a a diving school in Seattle. And he said, you know, I was going to a traditional two-year, four-year, four-year institution and I was working on my bachelor's degree. And he said, I just wasn't happy. And he said, I just had a conversation with my wife. Like, I really just need a change. I need to do something else. And he pivoted to the diving institute and the type of jobs that are available for that particular skill in that particular field, I just did not know like the opportunities that are out there, unique opportunities, great opportunities. But he said he was so much more satisfied 
after being able to make that career change. And he could only do that because he had his GI Bill benefits to utilize for that program. That is the kind of stories I love to hear and love to share with others. Well, I just talked with a guy at the meeting I spoke at this morning who got his license to weld through the GI Bill training. That's great. And it made all the difference in his life. My guest today, by the way, is Ms. Charmaine Bogue, Executive Director, Veterans Benefits Administration, and she heads up the Education Services Department. You've done a great job. Is there one last thing that I haven't asked you? I've got about a minute. We have so many great programs out there, um, and I really just want individuals to know that the opportunities are endless in our space. And as we talked about earlier, call us, email us, contact us. You know, don't let those opportunities pass you or your family members by when it comes to the GI Bill. You deserve it. You've worked for it. You earned it by serving this nation. So thank you for everyone's service, and we are here to support you. One last time, the phone number that they can call for additional information. 188-GI-BILL-1. 188-GI-BILL-1. Correct. I thank you so much. And yes, there is so much to ask you and so much to talk about. I hope one of these days you'll agree to come back on the air with me. Maybe we'll take it program by program. So thank you so much for being with me. Thank you. And thank you to the 60,000 Florida student veterans that we have out there. You guys are rocking it out. Third in the nation for GI Bill usage. Awesome. Well, our <laughs> county has 104,000 vets in it, which wow. is third largest in the United States. I'm Bill Hodges. This has been Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell you so, so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. And again, Director Bogue, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.